This summer, I married a woman. <laughs> but that's not what this story is about. <laughs> Long before I was in a stable, healthy adult relationship, I had a habit of giving love notes to strangers. <laughs> Society told me to like boys, so I would find the prettiest boy and latch on to him and develop an obsessive crush. The first time I gave a love note to a stranger, I was a senior in high school, a virgin, and had absolutely no idea how to relate to the opposite sex. I had developed a crush on a Tidal Wave employee. <laughs> and so I thought I'd give him a love note. Well, the days went by, the weeks went by, and it became clear that he wasn't going to respond. And then it dawned on me, what have I done? I can never go back to Tidal Wave again. <laughs> I stayed away for a couple years and got... <laughs> Uh, bucked up the courage to go back, and he was still there. <laughs> Ten years later, he still works at Tidal Wave. <laughs> so whenever I want to get a used book, it's like a covert operation. If you're out in the audience, you know who you are. <laughs> but don't worry, this romantic does not stay down long. A couple months after the Tidal Wave incident, I was heading off to my freshman year of college at Wake Forest University in North Carolina. It was freshman orientation, and they were shuffling our whole group of freshmen from icebreaker activities to kickball games. And there was this one moment when there were these two lanes of freshmen going in opposite directions in this hallway, and that's when I saw him. He had curly hair and green eyes, and he just looked so sad and artsy. <laughs> and that's when I knew that he would be the new object of my obsession. <laughs> From that point on, I would bump into this guy everywhere. I'd be coming up the staircase, and he'd be coming down the staircase. I'd be coming out of my multivariable calculus class, and he would be opening the door for me. And every time, there'd be this intense, meaningful eye contact between us. What did this mean? Well, at the same time, I was taking a Spanish surrealism class. And we were learning about modernism and modern art and studying Lorca and Buñuel and Dali. And I was utterly fascinated with the theories of the time. And my professor was explaining to us this theory called amor fou, which is this universal cosmic force that thrusts two people together and there's no fighting it because it's meant to be. And I thought, yes, this is what's happening. <laughs> it's a morphu. <laughs> I'd also been reading a lot of Walt Whitman at the time and I'd stumbled upon this poem called To a Stranger and I thought it described our situation perfectly. So I wrote down the poem on some paper and I sprayed it with some Shalimar perfume. <laughs> and I folded the poem up and put it in my pocket and I said, the next time I see this guy, I'm gonna give him the poem. So that day I was headed to the library and I got in the elevator and I was the only one in the elevator and I pushed the button to go to the fourth floor and when I got to the fourth floor, the doors opened and there he was, waiting for me. That is so weird, I said. This is for you. 
The first time I heard his voice, he said, uh, thanks. <laughs> and then there was this awkward moment of me shuffling out of the elevator and him shuffling in the elevator. In the elevator. And then the doors closed behind me. And the world was singing and beautiful and a morphu was real. The days went by. <laughs> the weeks went by. And it became clear that he was not going to respond. And I was left feeling so disappointed. And it came down to two things in my mind. Was it that the world was not the beautiful and magical place that I thought it was? Or was the world as beautiful and magical as I knew it was, but I was the only one that could see it, and that I was alone in it? I knew who would have the answers to these questions, my Spanish surrealism professor. <laughs> so I made an appointment with her during her office hours and explained to her the situation. She had two pieces of advice for me. The first was that, Candace, maybe the next time that you're feeling so passionate, just wait just a little bit for the passion to die down before acting. The second thing she told me was that books will be your friends. <laughs> Except for the books at Tidal Wave. But I think back to what I would have said to myself all those years ago, what I would have wanted to hear, what I would have wanted to know. And I would have said that it's going to be really hard, but you're going to figure it out, and you're going to find love. Thank you. <laughs>